We're, yeah. we're, we're a two man private investigator band. Uh, Noah is the uh, daughter of an old friend and colleague of mine. Yes, um, we had worked out where they were going. Yes, yeah. Kira. the accompanying cargo will be the last shipment to be handled as usual. So, can I fiddle with their? power packs so the power pack will explode when it's charged up to be a great cinematic moment if at the moment you did that the assault started and a shell landed on her yeah. <laughs> Boom. So i'm going to interrupt you suddenly there's an explosion from somewhere <laughs> over here <Three>. <laughs> only, only one and another that. one uh we are still at war here but i am confident we will we will take bay basin and uh bring democratic rule to uh, to everybody hereabouts and increase production in the mines and the opal fields by at least 20 percent the Kuhn connection a coriolis actual play from effect episode eight noir By, by saying take something off, I didn't mean clothes. This is a technical problem. I'll see you in the cab. <laughs> see, yeah, that, might you... be the fir- that might be the first thing that people hear when it comes. So I just want to clear that up. Welcome, uh, listeners, to the not live version of Act Two of the second adventure in M- Mercy of the Icons Emissary Lost. We were tracking yeah. down the, the guy who was running, sending the. Um, uh, the, the the people from the pods. Arthur Golem. Arthur Golem. Yeah. We, we tracked him down. He ran. He ran back to his office when the attack happened, clearly to collect some stuff. But we found him. We managed to trap him on a bridge. Yeah, I think. But I'd already broken into his office and found some stuff anyway. Yeah, so we found an invoice, which basically gave us an address of where some goods, including some slaves, were were being sent to. An address in Little Algol, in the Cabal district in the conglomerate. Yep. Oshin found some bars of, is it called Neodym? Neodym, yeah. Neodym, which, mm. is, which, are, which are used in stasis pods, apparently. Is that quite valuable? Is that why you nicked it? I think they are quite valuable, aren't they? Uh, yes. Yes, it is quite a valuable thing. Now, um, it's evidence, Yakub. I didn't nick it for the money. It's evidence. Nick? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well done. That's unusual. Yeah. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <clears throat> it's evidence until I sell it. And then Jalaya and Adib and their chums came and successfully took over the city, defeated the uh, gangster who was kind of vaguely in charge of the city before, Rakim Berbasil. I think as we left it, they were all happy that they had succeeded in what they were trying to do. And there would be a new utopian future for the inhabitants of Bay Basin. A new utopian future for the few people who are now in charge of Bay Basin and can now make everyone their slaves as opposed to the others making them their slaves. And so the Schalke Gorilla are the guys you helped and they have offered uh, to repair your ship for you and to get you passage down the river in return for your help. So that's what's happening and if I... um. I share a screen for a moment I will show you the uh, the invoice that 
is the most pertinent bit of evidence that you have got. And can you see that there? Yep. Um, so you are headed now on a barge down to um, your, well, I guess you could call it your hometown. Yes, I think uh, it definitely is my hometown. I think I did, uh, it was brought up close to the monolith somewhere in this in, in this the, the sprawling conglomerate um, is there, um on this barge is there like a a cabin that we can use or a a covered room or a covered cargo uh, deck or something yeah what, what, are, you, what are you planning uh, to do what are, you, what are your um, plans well because i'm i'm having had the experience of being pumped into space and having had the experience of being um, left in the wilderness, I've picked up a little bit of agoraphobia as my personal problem. Um, and if I'm sitting on this boat going down a big river, that's going to be big sky. So I want to get somewhere where there's a bit of cover. Otherwise, that sounds I'm, very reasonable. I'm not going to enjoy it. I also want to spend my time trying to break the, the, the lock on the Duga rifle that I took from that bloke. So I can then set the, the handprint reader to to my hand and to Yakub's hand so we can both use the rifle right. can we also have a rest and get our hit points back you can also have a rest and get your hit points back um, well, I, need, I need that let need, us deal with that Duga rifle why, why do you want to um, is the Duga rifle particularly good then Dave it's quite yeah I mean it's <clears throat> it's a very good sniper rifle um, and yeah I mean I'm, I'm beginning to as a character to recognize the value of having good and powerful weapons as opposed to the player that's recognize the value of having good and powerful weapons well the player I've known you, I think. We, are, we, are, we are one and the same matt me and oshin um, yeah. you were playing quite against character i thought when you when you first created this oh sorry i should say you were you were designing a character quite against the normal when you said i'm not going to be heavily into guns <laughs> no, but I think the experiences of the last, I don't know how many days or weeks we've been on this investigation, have made it clear that having a big fuck-off gun can be a real advantage. And I'm, as is staying indoors, generally. As is staying indoors. <laughs> okay, um, I, I, I miss the days of being on Coriolis, where it's all nicely enclosed, don't have to worry about big bright skies or being pumped into space. Um, yeah. Right, so yeah, you um, so I, I well, have to my... make some sort of roll there. Yeah, that, I'm expecting that. And I imagine, just for the fun of it, we're going to need a technology roll and for the encoding thing, a, um, a data gin roll. Well, I can, ha I can have a go at the data gin side. Okay. Well, not the technology. So I can, I can break the lock and then Tony can set the lock for mine and his hands. Uh, kind of. Well, a roll from each of you is what will yeah, it do. Yeah, okay. Um, technology. I have tools. Do I get a bonus for tools? Uh, where are your tools from? They were, well, the ones I took off my spaceship. Okay, yes. So they're my technical tools that I use for fixing the ship. Yeah, I think you get a bonus plus one. Plus one for that. And one for that. Okay. Ah. That gives me three successes. Ooh. It's a good start. 
Uh, okay, yeah. So um, you managed to very carefully um, disable and remove the the locks that stop you um, using it. Um, <clears throat> and you could have fried the whole system and made it totally useless. Right. But okay. you didn't. Um, so now, Tony, you could reprogram the uh, that with your data gen skill. I should now try and reprogram the gun with my data gen skill. So only you and I can use it. Okay, I'm going to push that roll. Okay. I know it's early days to be giving Matthew more dark this one. <laughs> but that lack of sixes. I can have one success then. Now on my one success. Okay, for that one success. It's got a very small sort of um, secure enclave memory. One of you can have it palm printed. All right, me then. Yeah, you can have it. <clears throat> okay. Cool. Thank you, uh, thank you, Yacoub. Okay, so that fills your time. Yacoub, uh, uh, you, you find a book on the shelves as well, which has a particular relevance to this time. Uh, as you're going down the river and you take a moment to read it. And I'm just going to read a little passage out which kind of describes your, your voyage down the river anyway. We made our way through the outskirts a few hours ago and are nearing proper civilization. Traffic in the Delta has been more intense around the trading hubs further up and is now slowing down and evening out. A steady stream of fishing boats, river peddlers and barges are now accompanying us down the Ramishar towards our shared destination. At first, only a small dot on the horizon, it now towers a mighty pylon pointing to the heavens, the monolith. Space and aircraft of all imaginable makes and models swarm around it like bees around a hive. As the shadow of the Colossus falls over us, the river narrows and the surrounding wilderness gives way to human settlement. A mixture of smells, cooking spices, sewage, incense, soap, cremation, greet us, carried on the evening breeze. We have arrived in the shanty towns that surround the spear of the icons, the bustling microcosm known as a conglomerate. And that is a passage from My Journey Down the River, A Traveller's Account by Gianna Dohran. But it kind of describes your experience as well as you're heading down towards uh, Little Algol. And I guess we should get the map up and show you Little Algol too. So I will do that. Share the screen and pick that one up and make that full screen there you go can you see that yep yep so you are heading uh down the ramishar which is this river in the corner here yep which is handy because the address you have is in little algol i believe and that yep. is the first bit of the conglomerate um that you're going to encounter um Tony, Yakub, you were a native of the conglomerate. Whereabouts do you think you lived? Well, I think you lived on Pier 58 in uh, <laughs> Little Algol. 
<laughs> yeah, coincidentally. <clears throat> well, I think I lived in, I don't think I had a, a kind of too grim upbringing. I think I was, until a reasonable age, I was brought up by my parents, who I imagine were traders of some kind, who, while not being particularly wealthy, kind of did okay. I don't think we were destitute. I probably lived not right next to the monolith, but in one of the kind of areas a little bit away, say Tugal, which is Tugal kind of or Arrow, one of those two, you think? Yeah. Yeah, but not in Covenant City now, which is... <clears throat> no, not right by the higher class. But... Covenant City, I said, is slightly higher class, yeah. as it were. You might well have visited Covenant City uh, if, you're, if your parents were traders, because there's a lot of deal-making done around there. There used to be, I mean, you, you will know that Little Algol, um, decades ago, after the Zenithians first arrived, it's where they, they built their initial um, city. So there's, um, on the islands around Little Algol, there is uh, their initial, the Zenithian initial settlement, which is known as Dignitary City. But it's gone, gone downhill since then. Mm -hmm. Little Algol is like a suburb. Uh, it's also a port. There's kind of lots of stuff happening about um, uh, your, um, uh, you know, the, the, you know, you know that there's a lot of trade down here. There's a trade in slaves, which you think is kind of tied up with that uh, invoice you found. So it's. Um, can I ask, I assume that the yellow lines are just kind of area boundaries. They're not walls or anything. No, no, the, 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 these are deadly electric fences that zap you as soon as you try and cross them, Dave. Okay, excellent. No, no, no. They, so they're borough boundaries. Tony can go first then. <laughs> um, and the other thing, have I been here before? I'm, I'm thinking I probably haven't. Because I think I probably, when I came to Kua, I probably went straight to Coriolis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, really Coriolis is kind of the capital. This mm. is um, uh, this is, but this is the sort of thing that, as somebody who's taken a quite a Zenithian outlook on life, despite your origins on an entirely different planet, this is the kind of place that you've always wanted to see. Right. Okay. Um, so, yeah. uh, I've probably promised, been promising to show you around. Yeah. For years, although I think it's probably quite a long time since I've been down here as well, I, I left a reasonably young age, obviously learned enough skills to get a job on a ship somewhere. And I've been kind of, I was traveling around for quite a long time. And obviously when I came back to the system, I did went go back to Coriolis rather than come back down to Kua. So I think it, I'm not sure how much it would have changed, but I think it's probably a few years since I've been down, I suspect. Okay, cool. Um, so, um, we talked about smells and there's a lot of smells in that reading, but, um, you also notice as you get closer to your destination, that there is a column of smoke coming up from one of the piers in Little Algol. We see it from some distance away, uh, but as you get closer, um, you realise you're heading towards uh, this column of smoke and you're picking up uh, a pretty foul smell 
a mixture of is it a cremation dread thinking no 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 it's not the relatively clean uh smell of a traditional cremation it's i say clean you know, you know what a cremation smells like this is mixed in with chemicals and right okay stuff like that you you can't be sure there isn't the smell of burning flesh there as well though, <clears throat> in this in this foul stench um are we is are we kind of going up sort of pier 25, Pier 26, Pier 27, and that's at about Pier 58. 58. Yeah, I think I, I think you're probably <laughs> counting down from. I imagine you know Pier 25 is kind of further in, nearer right, okay. the city, and you're coming yeah. down here, so you are counting uh, various pairs yeah. as you go through. And uh, neither of you know this area of town pretty well, but the fear does rise that. The pier you want, Pier 58, may so now be or have been burning. Okay. Where, where is our barge going to be dropping us off? Well, uh, they well, had offered to drop you off at Pier 58. Uh, they've, they've also got trade to do, but um, you can change your mind as you approach. You've got plenty of time to do that. Um, but on these piers, as we go past, are they kind of like warehouses behind them? Or yeah, these piers are pretty big, so there are warehouses on them generally. There's a lot of trade on them. Uh, each one is almost a port in its own right. Uh, there's generally <clears throat> people around there. Um, Can I use the, um, the sights from my Duga rifle as a kind of telescope and have a look? Try, try and see if I can see from a distance what's going on. Cool, okay, make an observation roll. Uh, and I'll give you a plus one because of your Duga rifle sights. Well, the, the Duga rifle give me plus two to the weapon. Well, it gives you a plus two for shooting people. Okay. <laughs> I'll so, give you a plus one with you. Okay, fair enough. I'll, I'll accept that. That's eight dice. <laughs> now, <clears throat> a pair of binoculars might uh, actually be the more useful thing for looking at things from a distance. No, that's... Well, you know, the whole point of a sniper rifle having a sight is to look at things from a distance. And shoot them. <laughs> um, That's optional, presumably. Just one success, but one success. One success. Okay, so for that one success, I will describe the scene that you can see. Um, yes, there has been an enormous fire just prior to your arrival. Um, and is it still burning quite fiercely? Is it kind of in the no, middle? No, no, no. It's mostly out now, as far as you can see. But you can um, see that there have been kind of fire crews putting it out and uh, people have been evacuated. Well, um, there are potentially, you know, there are people around who look like they've been evacuated out of some of the buildings. Some of the boats around... Uh, around these two particular warehouses have also caught the flames and um, they look like they're pretty destroyed. And uh, you can see stevedores are running hoses and operating pumps out of the river itself to spray water on what looks like really just putting out the, the smouldering ruins. Um, you said you said there's a lot of strange sort of chemical smells and stuff. Yeah, I think I might have found finally after 21 episodes a use for my 
frigging environmental scanner. <laughs> <laughs> Reports the presence of any dangerous chemicals, biological threats, or radiation. So it gives me a plus two to survival to detect these things. So I'm going to take out my environment scanner, let it sniff the air, and let it tell me whatever. It, I want to know what the composition of the stuff of these nasty smells is. Okay. Um, uh, I will have to um, just quickly scan through and... You'll have to make them up on the uh, list. Yeah, I'm not going to make them up. I'm just going to point out things. So, <laughs> first of all, there doesn't seem to be any extra radiation. Yeah. <clears throat> Possibly so slightly it's... higher than background radiation, but uh, all within safe limits there. There is a lot of ammonia. Make a technology test to look at the uh, sort of spectrograph of this thing. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll give you a plus two on it for your device. Okay, that gives me eight dice. Um, I get two successes. um, For two successes, you can pretty much work out that it is... uh, You don't know exactly what it is, but you've, you've encountered it in stasis beds. Um, it's kind of, it's the cryogenic coolant that uh, is used when putting people. Ah, okay. So basically there's a lot of stasis bed stroke equipment that's been burned here. Potentially, yes, that's what it feels like. There are also other things that you can, um, there's there's a great spectrograph of, uh, things that you can boil down to, you know, there's rolls of cotton that have been destroyed. There's opor that's been destroyed. There's um, petroleum that's um, caught. And that's, you know, but, you know, that's probably from various, um, various fuel sources. There's uh, plastic. Is that, from, is that from what? The accelerant that the person used to burn it all, perhaps? Uh, no, I think that's just, you know, there's a lot of vehicles around there. You know, there's things that okay. are caught alight alongside it. Okay, uh, I'm going to ta- take a record of that readout, like a printoff or something, and put it in my pocket. So I've got yeah, a record okay. of, of all of that. Evidential record, of course. Um, yeah, there's there's some stuff there that when you're talking about accelerants, there there are definitely uh, evidence in that mix of sort of commercial accelerants that um, you might find in firebombs and things like that. Right. Okay. This wasn't an accident. So what what do you what are your plans? What are you telling the bargee about where you want to be dropped off? What's the activity around the area now? Is there is there kind of like an official fire service or something that would? Well, there isn't there? an official fire service. No, it's the it's the stevedores uh, who are operating who've put out the fire. Um, it's wound kind of down now. What they're doing is, you know, with any large building fire like this, it takes days to go out. Mm. And they're kind of spraying areas with water. You know, they're not they're not spraying great hoses of water directly at the source of the fire, but they're kind of now sprinkling 
um, the what looks like the ruins with fire. There are some people hanging around on the pier because they've been made homeless by this. Um, but it does look like all the evidence you were looking for has been destroyed. <laughs> Darkness points. I've spent them. <laughs> Excellent. Good. Oh, well, we, we gave it a good shot. Should we just go home? <laughs> yeah, we've tried quite hard to find Nora, haven't we? I mean, how yeah, much, how much do you really care about her? You know, I mean... Well, quite, quite a lot, I suppose, <laughs> if I'm honest. Okay. We'll go and have a look and see if we can see anything from the burned wreckage of this building. So, I mean, the, the other thing, we do have um, names. So we've got them on, the, on this invoice, we've got... Yeah. Tubra Gutan. Tubra Gutan for Niobe Hassam. Hassam. And it, it's a Hassam kind of watermark on the yeah. on the thing. Um, and we've got a location, Pani Square, Souk Habra. Do we know where Pani Square is? Mm, Does Yakub know where it is? Is that a, like a Souk Habra, is that a somewhere around the conglomerate that I don't know of, or have I never heard of it? Uh, Sukhabra is in... Um, or cultural? Is in, is in the... Um, uh, de, 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 de. What's the word? I'm, little Algol is what I'm trying to say. Right. Um, okay, so Sukhabra is in the same area then. Yeah, um, I can show you a picture. Um, <clears throat> Give me a moment. I will screen share again. And in fact, uh, it's accessible by boat because it's river markets. So you could, uh, uh, okay. uh, you could ask to be dropped off straight there if you wanted. And this is coming from. So, what was the get the, the name of the guy who was running it at the bay, basin end? Arthur Golem. Okay. Yeah. So maybe we can do something and pose to be messengers from him or something, perhaps. Uh, possibly. Um, so to, Arta said to this guy, this is the last delivery rather than the other way around, wasn't it? In that note that we had. That note was to Arta, not from him. Right, okay. It was from, show, do you want me to call that one up as well to remind us? Wouldn't mind. Yeah, sure, yes. Okay, I will not go to that picture then yet. Give me a moment, I'll just find the other one. I'm not very good with my filing system for the notes I've made in this game. So, <laughs> it's just all over the place. So it's to Akbar Artia. I humbly extend my yeah. sincerest gratitude to you for the excellent partnership between our two organisations in the recent segments. Sadly, pressing matters warrant an end to our arrangement with immediate effect. Complications on board the station have made going forward a hazardous affair. The accompanying cargo will be the last shipment to be handled as usual. We shall settle our outstanding debt in full upon completion and by our mutual acquaintances verification of delivery. You have a reputation for keeping your books in excellent order Thus, I feel obliged to remind you that all transcripts regarding our business in Bay Basin or the conglomerate must be destroyed. These precautions apply to all parties. 
yourself as well as the recipient and inspector of the cargo. Discretion is paramount for all our safety. I wish you the very best of luck in future endeavours. And that's signed with a simple S. Did we ever come up with a theory about who or what S was? I'm not sure we did know. And also no. look at the invoice. There's a, another kind of mysterious personage involved, which is Q. So the delivery address for these, where they're going is to Tubagutan for Niobe Hassam. But the invoice is going to someone called Q. And it does make a mention of where there'll be a deduction if the goods are damaged and this will be reported yeah. by customer Q. Payment to, to S, S is via Q. Q. So yeah. we don't know who Q is either. Goy, Goy Kandra. So the name at the top. Goy, Goy Kandra? Goya Kandra? Where are you looking? The very top. The very, very top. Goy, Goya Kandra Gold negotiation Kandra. of Gold Kandra negotiation. That is. Um, uh, Archer's company. Ah, okay. Right. So Hassan is the delivery. It's that company, Hassan. Yeah. There. So they're the, they're the recipients. Well, they're the recipients. Yeah. The first recipients. So customer is Q. Um, payment to, to S. So we might be kind of Tubra Gulam might well be uh, <clears throat> the intermediary between us and Q now, maybe. And then Q to S. So our route of contacts we've got to track down. Can we, um, I think we can get off the barge, can't we? Yes. Can we get them to drop us off on Pier 58 still? Yes, of course. They're very happy to do that. They'll drop you off, you know, well away from the burning bit, but the the pier itself is pretty um, is pretty robust. So that's uh, yeah for them to do. So I think we should go and have a look at the at the ruins and see if we can. If there's anything we can salvage in that, yeah, I agree. Well, because again, we're still, you know, maybe if they're destroying evidence, there might have been people still here, and they might have been killed, and that might include nor possibly yeah so we don't know how far ahead of nor how far nor was ahead of us in going through this route possibly at least a couple of days i think wasn't it when we were on coriolis yeah so you uh, if you get this um you arrived at the uh or they called the um I can't think what they called it. You went down to the basement. You discovered a bunch yeah. of um, 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 oh, <laughs> names. You discovered a bunch of people there who were in the process of delivering the, the pods. The pods the planet, that yeah. you then followed down to the planet. <coughs> you think Nor had been in an earlier delivery of those pods? We just we just don't know how far ahead. Yeah. So I was trying well, to how much have we got to make up a week or, up or less, yeah. I think, because you've been um, you had that emergency call from Noor some time ago. Yeah. Um, but okay. you, of course, have been delayed by the fact that you were so unwell after going out into the vacuum. Yeah. 
considering I survived it, um, you know, I think I think I don't think anybody's off. apportioning blame here. <laughs> no, <exactly. laughs> We're all really slow because Oshim got busted into space. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, and made such a fuss about it. It's just the kind of thing. If you can't apportion it? blame, it's the person that blew open the blast doors. Yeah, bastards. And uh, yes. she was somebody whose name began with S, of course, but you'd never knew that because you just shot her with a automatic rifle. I did, and I did very well until yeah. she then just got, got the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> mm, how she did that, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, okay. So, yeah, let, let's one... We'll thank the guys on the boat. Um, is there... We need to get back to Bay Basin to get the ship at some point. So we got an arrangement with them to take us back. Uh, well, you have, um, I'll tell you what, we got a contact you've been given a contact here in the city who will be able to get messages to them or indeed maybe able to arrange stuff. But you have been told to, hold on, I'll find out who you've been told to... Uh, to contact as a friend now of the Shakur militia, you have been told to um, speak to. Oh, I can't find a name. You're doing a very good job at trying to draw that sentence out, Matt. <laughs> uh, speak to. Oh, damn it! Damn it! Um, damn it! Damn it! Is that the guy's name? Ijala Baku. Spell it. Ijala uh, Y J A L A. Yep. Baku B A K O U. Cool. Thank you. So she is another. If you well, she's at least allied with Shalker's rebellion. Yeah. And is their contact in in this part of town. So. Um, cool. Uh, she is somebody that you can talk with. Okay, and we know where to find her. Um, well, no, but <laughs> uh, you know that if you can ask around, you'll you, you'll be able to find her. All right. Uh, okay, so we'll, well, we'll thank the guys for giving us the lift in the barge, um, and then yeah, let's uh, let's go and have a look at the pe uh, at the pier and the um, the warehouse that's been destroyed. Okay, so as you're approaching the warehouse, you see uh, it's been burnt out, but it's still pretty solid. It's not um, necessarily uh, sort of ruined, as it were. It's not collapsed. Uh, it's probably very dangerous to to explore. It may collapse at any moment, but um, is, is the whole warehouse kind of like Hassam Industries or Hassam Trading or whatever? Yeah, I think so. What does it yeah. say there about their address? Um, well, their address is Pani Square in Sukabra. Yeah, that's a bit different. This is Pier Fifty Eight, so Little Algol. Yeah, this is, these these are definitely branded with Hassan. Right. Um, there is uh, covered in soot. If if you go up to the one of the entrances to them that you can see the Hassan logo there on some sort of enameled plate, um, which if you wipe away the soot, you can see more clearly, mm -hmm. just okay. like on the invoice here. Yeah. Um, 
are there any people kind of like you know any sort of crowd or onlookers people watching what's going there on there are kind of people yeah as i say there's all the um uh the people monitoring the fire and spraying at the um um of stevedores and there's some witnesses and there are some people as well that have been um yeah, standing around not quite sure what to do after their boats have been burned so if there's someone who looks like yeah like a local or somebody who's who works here or a stevedore who's just kind of watching what's going on i'm going to kind of sidle up to him and and just say um whatever time of day it is is it evening or afternoon or what shall we say i think yes it's afternoon heading in towards the evening shall okay. we say that for dramatic effect and I'm going to say, uh, good day, friends. Seems, seems there's been, been quite a disaster here. Has there been any, uh, were there any casualties? Uh, I don't know, he says. I'm just witnessing it. Uh, no, he'll say... Um, What's the word on the street? Is this Hassan? Is this um, <clears throat> someone got a grudge against these guys? <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Was, this a, was this an accident or somebody... Is the word that somebody's done this on deliberately? I don't think he can he can judge that. He fears that there may be bodies inside. Some people escaped, some people were pulled out, he says. Um, but he, he was a, a late witness to it. That's his boat over there, he was saying. His boat is a little bit charred, but livable in. Ah, nice, nice boat, good boat. Uh, how many people were in there, do you know? No idea at all. It's um, it didn't have much of a. Uh, it was pretty empty. He 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 thinks there wasn't much. It wasn't full of stuff. So there's no great financial loss. He says, but whether there's a loss of life, I honestly don't know. Um, there's nobody here from the Hassam company. Um, to ask. Uh, really that's they that's were, quite surprising, isn't it? I think they would take more of an interest in their building burning down that someone would be here and you to think assess the damage. Yes, but none have been seen. Maybe, maybe they're all inside and they were burned. And you think there are still dead people? There are bodies inside, do you? Well, I wouldn't want to go in there, would you? To check? I might not wish to, but my icon may may expect me to. Oh. Um, Oh, suits you, sir. <laughs> Remember that experience point you've just earned? <laughs> <laughs> well, the Lady of Tears does accompany the dead, and if there are dead in there... Uh, yeah, I'm, I think we should go and search for Noor. I think we should but, go in. Yeah, definitely let's go in. Use that as a, as a... If somebody's trying to stop us, I'm going to use that as my reason. Yeah. So I want to find... I want to find... Um, uh, like a, a white poncho or something, because white is the right colour if you're going to be honouring the Lady of Tears, which I'm intending to do. Right. Okay. <clears throat> um, so I'm gonna gonna say yeah. Okay. Let's um. We need to go and accompany the dead, console the living if there are any in there, and accompany the dead if there are if there are if there are dead. That's the other point. That <laughs> there may still be people alive in there who need help. So Maybe. Can we, can we get in? Well, there is a door. It will require a force test to open. It's bent by the fire. Uh, that's unfortunate. 
Um, force. Uh, yeah. Well, should we kick it together? Yes. <laughs> we definitely should kick it together. How many does do you get in force? I only get three. Yeah, so do I. Do you want to roll one time? Four dice? Yep. One success. That's all you need. Um, you don't, you know, it isn't a very spectacular uh, Doors flying off hinges, sort of thing. That's, but, not, that's um, not what I'm going for. Though. Yeah, <laughs> no, just like there's open. enough space to get in there. We're kind of going into, you know, honor the dead and possibly help the living. So we're not we're not looking for spectacular. That's okay, fine. now, as you explore this place, I'm going to need you each to take a dexterity test. Oh dear. Okay, it's not great. No, no, it's not great at all. Um, can we help each other with this? Is this about like? negotiating broken floors and things yes it is but you, you you're each on your own here i think you can't help each other no <laughs> we're a team though surely Come yeah on. well if you, you you get yeah we can go look yeah like look out for that dodgy floor well, exactly. there. yeah we could be holding on to each other's arms and yeah. <laughs> okay yeah. help each other <laughs> one of you make a roll one of you add one Okay, um, I, I get four. With I get only get three, so... Okay, so it's me rolling for both of us then, is it? Okay. Yeah, with, with one die, rolling no, five. for me. Yeah, rolling five dice. Yeah. Uh, if you fail, you both fall. Yeah, in. okay, well I got two sixes. Do you want me to show you? Because <laughs> I'm rolling very well today. Okay, so you... It is all very, uh, very fragile. The interior floors have been kind of burnt out. But um, although they said they weren't empty, um, you do um, pull aside a bit of um, something falling down from the ceiling. You can't work out what it was. And you'll see there is a... Um, a tank and you've got your environmental scanner with you haven't you oh you have yeah absolutely so this is alerting you to the somewhat poisonous gas not it's kind of amber levels it's not saying that this is poisonous that's coming off this and this is that um that coolant that you were looking for okay you, you registered Okay. And of course, um, that leads you, you can follow that through to uh, where the coolant was being emptied from. And that is a blackened and burned stasis pod with a blackened body inside. Okay. Twisted is, in Is there anything that would identify this body? Can you make an observation roll? I can Both of us. try. Uh, Both of us, can one of us help the other one? I get seven dice. I get six normally. So do we both roll, Matt, or can I get a die of help from Tone? Um, you get a die of help from Tony. You have to, yeah, should we do that, Tone? Yeah, yeah. Do that. 
Um, take a darkness point, Matt. <laughs> I will. I'm going to push that. Okay, this time I get two sixes. Two successes. Okay, so you discover um, nothing particularly on this body. It, well, yeah. <clears throat> Not what you really expected to see on this body. You recognize that this person is dressed as a stevedore, not as somebody who is necessarily being put into a stasis pod to go to sleep. It could be somebody who has used the stasis pod, hopefully to protect them from the fire, and then it hasn't worked out. Um, it doesn't look like Nor. It looks like uh sogoi there's a bit of the sort of clothing that um Jalaya was wearing left okay. but yeah you think it's a stevedore using somebody sheltering in there but then getting kind of baked inside no it. luck okay so they were trying then, to hide in there when the building was burning and hoping i'm just hoping that would protect them but it didn't yeah you you're uh, for two dice uh, I feel, for two successes, I feel you see a little bit more. Um, once you've seen this person in the hub, you now realise that some of the debris scattered around, there's another couple of bodies, actually, that you're stepping around here. There's another stevedore, you think, burned here. These stevedores, um, we don't have an investigation role in this thing, do we? No, I guess it's observation. No. no. This Stevedore has got a knife wound as well. So it looks like they died from a knife wound before okay. being burned. Are they in a pod as well, are they? And they're not in a pod, no. They're on the floor. Right. And there's another body on the floor that does look like they're dressed for stasis. So it looks like the person in the pod through the body through the through the person that was sorry the the body you <clears> discovered <throat> in the pod threw somebody out of the pod to get in it climbed yeah. in but they said there was a fight to get in the pod basically because there may have been a fight as well. They also, you know, this maybe two stevedores fought over who was getting into the pod and the body that. Looks like they were originally in the pod. How recognisable are they? Is that Noor? I guess is the question. Yeah. I'm just wondering whether I'm going to spend darkness points. What would be a thing that could survive a fire that Noor might have on her body, uh, Yakub, that would make you think that this was her? Let us say straight away that stature-wise and size-wise, this blackened body looks about the right size as Nor. It was probably female, like Nor was. Uh, maybe a ring that she always wore. I thought you had that ring. <laughs> uh, there's more than one ring in the world. Okay, so did you, um, did you have a necklace? Did you have a deformity? Did you have like less fingers on one hand or something? Or no, no, no. We'll go with the ring. We'll go with the ring. So you're looking at her hands, and 
I'm spending five darkness points here. Five? Five? Oh, this is bad. You think this probably is Nor. Okay. Think? Well, it's a blackened body. You're not doing a DNA test. Uh, you could possibly do a DNA test, but... We do a dental uh, record thing, I think, maybe? Um, I think, uh, Tony, uh, Yakub, I'm going to want to make you make some sort of shock roll for this. Yeah. And I, so long since I can't remember what mind points are for in this game, but I'm going <laughs> to... Um, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start praying. As soon as I see on Yakub's face that he thinks this is Nor, I'm going to start doing a, a, a joint prayer from the, the Lady of Tears, both to, to console the living and ease the journey of the dead. Okay. In an attempt to try and help Yakub cope with this. So, Yakub, I'm just going to make you, I think, make an uh, empathy roll, straight empathy dice. Okay. Does he get a bonus, I think, for my, for my prayer? No, no, no. I think we'll do this thing first, okay. and then you see him suffer from that. Okay. <laughs> Matt just wants you to suffer first time, doesn't he? That's what it is. That was quite a lot of darkness points, though. Okay, so I'm just rolling empathy, yes? Just rolling empathy, yeah. I get no successes. Do you uh, want to push it? I'll have one of those darkness points back. <clears throat> oh, no, no, it's not a school roll. I'm not letting you push it. No. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm winging this one here. There's nothing for. Hold on, let me have a quick look. Would he would he take mind damage and then the empathy roll is basically an armor roll? Uh, I... Maybe say that to me again. So the the shock would cause I don't know however many points of mind damage you want it to cause, but then his empathy roll is effectively armor, mental armor against that. Okay, yes, I see what you mean. Yeah. So he kind of so he failed the roll, so he wouldn't mitigate any of the damage. But then it depends on how much damage you think the shock could cause should cause to his mind points. Okay, well I spent five darkness points. So let's say how many mind points have you got? Nine. Let's say you're down to four now. Okay. And in seeing that, I'm going to put my hand on his shoulder and start reciting the Lady of Tears poem. Prayer. Have you got... Uh, there's an interesting thing there. I'm thinking like a command skill or something. Uh, I I'm don't have command, no. Stealing this from aliens. Alien? Oh, dear me, I said aliens. <laughs> um, there often are more than one. Medikurgi? Uh, no. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I think you, you go through the motions then and you say all the right things and you say the right prayer, but I don't think it's going to have any effect on your mind points, Tony. Right, okay. Um, we, we do need to prove one way or the other that this is Noor, though, Yakub. We yeah, don't have convinced am I that it's Noor? You've just had five mind points of damage. I think you're pretty bloody convinced. 
I think yeah. Okay. Um. Whilst whilst Yakub remains uh, shocked, I'm going to say a very quick prayer over the other two, the three bodies. The other three, and then I'm going to. Can I lift her body out of there without it falling apart? How badly? You. You can uh, either do it with your white poncho that you brought yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, or you can go and get some more funeral sh shrouds. You know what to do about this, but yeah, you can okay. wrap the body up in a way that keeps it separate from everybody else. I'll, I'll use my poncho for that then. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Tony, is there anything you can do or are you just wailing a prayer to the Lady of Tears or to the messenger? I think I'm... Yeah, I'm... I am just probably saying a prayer. I don't know who I'm saying a prayer to. I'm just thinking of. I said well, I should have failed. I've failed. You're too slow. I've failed. I've failed. My old friend. Okay, I'm just going to give you a bit of a vision for a darkness point, which would normally go to somebody with mystic powers. But since you're in such a state, mm -hmm. I'm going to um, give this to you. So as you're kind of zoned out and, and kneeling, I imagine, while, while Dave is doing all the work of preparing the body in front of you and wrapping it carefully in a ceremonial way, um, you kind of look at Dave and it's kind of looking in a mirror, but an old mirror. And it's kind of, you know, the silvering on the mirror has kind of faded and it's kind of foggy and misty and it's almost like you could turn around and actually see Dave behind you in real life doing this and you're looking in the mirror maybe you're in the mirror as well it's all getting a bit odd and um, there's a sound which starts off as kind of tinnitus but um, then it gets a bit louder and you can hear what feels like to be an extremely resonant voice. Hard to say whether it's male or female, but it's got a timbre that you can feel in your bones, in your skull, um, as well as here. And it's singing a sad song. Maybe it's, maybe it's the prayer that Dave's singing, but it, doesn't sound like Dave. Um, and you can hear as well uh, water. In, and in this place, you're confused, you know, that may be the, the water that they're spraying on the warehouse has started dripping through. But this sounds like water in some stone cave somewhere. And uh, the song, you can start making out the words, and it says, The tunnels lead only forward, like an arrow leaping from its string. I steady myself for the journey's end, living still in death. All that was shall be again. And then 
you feel, and this is this is where you're getting your five mind points of damage. Actually, you feel an incredible pain from your lumbar region up, shooting up your spine and into your head, and you're really short of breath. Have you ever been in stasis? Have I ever been in stasis? Ah, uh, yes, definitely. It feels a bit like what you feel when you're waking up from a prolonged period of stasis, that, that pain. Hmm. And yes, and that's, that's, by the time that's finished, Dave is finally wrapping up the body. It'll take two of you to carry her out over this dangerous floor. I guess we do that then. Unless there's anything else you want to do here, Yacoub? I don't think so. I'm going to tell Oshin about the strange vision I've just had and how I feel. So I have no idea what it means. Maybe it's Noor's last message to you, sent to you through the icons. Maybe, in which case I wish I understood what it, what it's it not, meant. Maybe it's not meant to be understood. Maybe. There's no other signs of life here at all. Not inside no. here, no. No. But, and the place is gutted, so it's not like there's... Are there, are there sort of like filing cabinets that haven't been destroyed or anything? Um, no, nothing else that I can see here. And we found this, we found Noor in another stasis pod. Is that right? No, she was the one that had been taken out of this stasis right, pod. Apparently. Right, okay. Well, whether it's Noor or not, you, you may be, feel a bit sceptical, but Tony is convinced. Okay. Um, you never met Noor, though, I don't think. No, uh, I probably came across her, but <clears> I, I don't suppose I, I remember. knew her. I have to go back 20 odd yeah. episodes to find out. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna offer her, um, up to the, the lady of tears in her, uh, in her, in her, um, guise of, of the butcher and say, if, if these dead people here had caused Noor's death, pulled her from this and killed and murdered her, uh, I cast curses upon them and may you damn their eternal eternal existence. Okay, you can say that. Although, bear in mind that the person that was in the stasis pod f fared no better than her outside. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but, but, you know, I'm just saying if these people pulled her out and killed her, then they deserve the icon's wrath from wherever they are right now. Should we, uh, should we take her out and, um, uh, where, where did, where did she come from? Where did your friend come from? Should we bury them here? Her here? Is he buried here? Would he want her buried or would she, he be cremated, I guess? Would would be cremated. <laughs> well, half half, job, halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> so, saves on kindling, you keep. So yeah, always, always a silver lining. <laughs> 
Yeah, thanks, Josh. And you, you always know the right thing to say in a <laughs> uh, sensitive situation. I've been trying. I've been praying a lot. Okay, let, let's let's bring her out then. Um, do you, do you have family here still, Jacob? I'm oh, probably distant family. I think my parents are probably long dead. I think that's probably why I left, or one reason. So I think probably, where are we prob- going to take Nor? I probably do have some, you know, cousins or aunts and uncles still living around, I suspect. I think what we need to do is find somebody. Not particularly ones I've kept in contact with, though, no. necessarily, or I'm close to. We need to find somebody who, who we can do a, either a DNA test or a dental records thing to, to confirm that this is or isn't Noor. Um, and I'm guessing that seeing we have a friend in every port, you must have a distant oh, yeah. relative I definitely, who is, definitely who is a someone, yeah. forensic scientist or something here who could do those tests for us. Yes, Noor's aunt is a forensic pathologist. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and she's a very good friend of ours. Uh, well, I mean, whether or not she's a very good friend is entirely up to uh, Tony, uh, but yes. Well, up to our use of the talent, which is what I'm talking about. Our group talent is a friend in every port. Yeah, but it's Tony's friend we're talking about here. Could be my friend, though, couldn't it? You, you've never been to the conglomerate. Let Tony have a friend. But I have a friend in every port. <laughs> Do we have a friend, in every, a friend port. in every port. I'm not trying to stop Tony having a friend. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, because that would just be a bit rude, Dave, frankly. If you did. Tony's friend's daughter. No, just, just be uh, Let him have a friend. <laughs> We have, we have a very controlling relationship. I don't like it when YouTube has other friends. <laughs> <laughs> You're only allowed other friends if I say so. <laughs> uh, yes, no, of course, of course, Oshin. You're, you're my best friend, obviously. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I, I've been punted into outer space for you. And Is that an O or a Q in that, on that invoice about... <laughs> I'm just beginning to wonder when Hushian's been gaslighting you this whole time, <laughs> Slowly getting rid of your friends. How was really... it that her father died? <laughs> yeah, well, now you mentioned it, it was a, it was a funny story. <laughs> uh, he was suffocated to death by some guy in a white poncho. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know that, Hushian? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I never told you that <laughs> so what we're looking for is we're looking for um, somebody who can help identify this body and work out whether it's new or not we're yeah. also looking for a place for you guys to rest up yeah um, uh, and lodge for maybe a few days while you're investigating this further and then we need to go and find Tuburagutan as well. And so uh, it strikes me that we should maybe finish this session by deciding who this friend is. Okay. And they can have a place to stay. And if not actually being a medical pathologist, they know one or work with one or whatever. Can access the right yeah. facilities. Yeah. Okay. So, Tony, it's all yeah. on you. I think yeah, it is, it is a... a Relative of mine, I think it is probably an aunt or something that I've not necessarily kept in touch with that well, but 
they're a family we help each other out when we your aunt or Noor's aunt or they're my aunt I think yeah so this is this is my where I was brought up around here so I think it's a relative of mine yes okay and is she an actual forensic pathologist or is she and I don't think so I don't think my family were quite that she's the attorney general of the monolith <laughs> <laughs> Right, but it does strike me that but, you and your friend Noor's father grew up together in Tugal. So she has a um, sort of familial or a familiar, familial relationship with you. And uh, um, actually, shall we say Ara Ara? Because Tugal's a couple of blocks away, as it were. Ara Ara's sort of neighbouring. Yeah, that's. Oh quite happy with that i just kind of picked a random yeah um so just off the center so our area is fine she's both there um you're gonna to have to organize some sort of transport there um what's the but, scale of this map I, I have no idea the scale of this map it's but 200, um 200 square at the top is 200 meters yeah yeah so we're oh, looking yes. at we're looking at uh Probably a couple of kilometres, I guess. Yeah, so it's not that far. But you need some sort of stretcher or um, anti-grav cart or something at the very least, even if you're walking out through the streets. Are there um, kind of rickshaw riders? Or a boat. Stuff? Actually, you could get a boat yeah. into the heart of our hour as well. And there's definitely some of those. Yeah. This, a little Algol is mostly a boat thing. Yeah, okay. So they're, they're kind of like boat taxis. Can we just hire one? Yeah. Maybe that guy we were talking to wants a job. Cause okay. Is it good? But maybe, does he see us come out carrying a body? Having said, oh, you'd be mad to go in there. Yeah, yeah. What are you saying about the other two bodies? Um... I can say, yeah, there, there are there are there are at least two for the dead people in there. I've I've prayed over their bodies for 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 swift journey travel to to where they're going, but um, the authorities might wish to go in and retrieve their their physical forms. Well, the stevedores here are interested in hearing that there's a couple of stevedores in there. Yeah, because of course they're all part of the same, you know, freely union or whatever. So uh, they ask you about where they are, and they'll say they'll deal with them. And so um, it's very dangerous in there. Yeah, point out the thing that you uh, say didn't, didn't fall in. <laughs> yeah. um, shall we call that quits then for the evening okay. and start off within the morning at your aunt's place? What's your aunt's name? Uh, I have no idea. I should think about that. Do you want to use the, okay. the random table tone? Yeah. So roll D66 twice and we'll get a name. 25. Uh, Abdel Majid. Abdel sounds more male. Female. Majid, Majid maybe? Could be female. Majid. And surname tone, roll again. 42. 42. Aranites. Well, Majid. Be, if she's Majid. your aunt, Yakub, she might be 
Majid Yeah, that's true. Yeah, although I'm not quite sure what the conventions are about people changing names when they get married and that kind of stuff. Well, let's keep it simple. Majid Nassar. Okay, cool. Do you get a darkness point for us using that talent? Uh, yes, I do. I think you probably do. I'm I just going to just going to check. Yeah, let's check. Ten. Yeah, GM gets one DP per use. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just counting them up: five, ten, fifteen. 21. Okay. That's better than I thought. <laughs> yeah. I did just spend five on... I know. That was, that was quite a generous spend, actually, yeah. Yeah, although I'm quite upset. Okay. Well, let's let's confirm that it really is Noor first. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I know you're sure it is, but it might not be. 